If you enjoy listening to inspirational stories from people just like us, facing the fear and doing it anyway, then you're in the right place. My name is Claire Hill and this is the No Rest for the Vivid podcast. Hello, welcome to another Monday mini episode that you may not even be listening to on a Monday. How are you doing? Today, I am talking about dreaming. Um, Some of my clients, actually, when I work with them, they actually really struggle with dreaming big. The reason why they struggle with being, or find it a challenge, we don't like the word struggle, but the reason why they feel it's a challenge in dreaming big is because what if they fail? So what can hold you back from dreaming big, believing that something amazing could happen just around the corner, something so massive that it just blows your mind and you can't even believe it's possible. It's the fear of failure. That is what can hold you back. But what if you just dreamed just for dreaming's sake? Now, Mel Robbins spoke, um, did a whole podcast on this about having five huge dreams that are so massive, it's very unlikely that you're going to get there. I hate feeling like that, though, because I do really want to achieve my five big dreams. But, you know, maybe it's not it, It's not going to be my path, in a way. I suppose it's like having faith that if we don't get to our dreams, it was exactly the right thing for us. So Mel Robbins speaks about the idea of having these amazing big dreams and we use them as fuel. They help us get up in the morning. They help us be motivated. They help us to see the potential in what we could achieve. But we don't think of them as something we have to achieve, that we need to achieve. goes back to, and I'm not sure whether I've said this on the podcast yet, about understanding that everything right now that we need we have right for this moment I've got got to do a longer episode about this because it's um it's a big thing I've had an epiphany this weekend anyway I'm going to talk about that in a separate episode but everything we have that we need no everything we need we have right in this moment for what we need (laughs) you know what I mean and anything else is what we want And that's okay to want. It's okay to recognise that we want more, but we don't need more. This is the thing we're dreaming. So my question to you is, what's your biggest dream? If you weren't scared, if you weren't scared of failing, if there was no way that you could fail at all, what do you dream? The biggest dream. Could it be to fly to the moon? (laughs) or marry Brad Pitt he's got maybe not he's he's I don't know about Brad Pitt Leonardo DiCaprio uh you know I I wouldn't choose I'll be honest I wouldn't choose anyone over my husband (laughs) it's so cheesy um but what about having the most wonderful home the kind of home that is so expertly designed that every room feels cosy, 
but expansive. It feels warm, but bright and light. You know, like some rooms are so white and light and massive that they lose their coziness and their warmth. But this house is designed so well, everything is perfect. What about dreaming that you could fly to Australia in half an hour? I keep wanting to go to Australia. I know one of my Vivid Club members, Mel, she lives in Australia. And I've I've half convinced my husband that we're going to go to um, Australia. Well, this is the thing. It starts off as an idea, doesn't it? And now I'm like fully fledging working out how much it's going to cost to go to. Um, and he was actually joining in. We're going to go to Thailand for a week and then Australia for two weeks. We're going to um, do a MasterChef tour of all the restaurants because we are huge Australian MasterChef fans. If you like Australian MasterChef, can you please get in touch because I don't have enough people to talk to about it. Literally, it's my favourite programme, even more than EastEnders. And if you do know me very well, you know how much I love EastEnders, but I love it more than EastEnders. Or do I, though? Yeah, no, I do. I do. I love MasterChef. Um, so we're going to do a, a tour of uh, restaurants in Melbourne and then go to Sydney and then we're going to go to Newcastle and visit Mel. That was supposed to be a surprise, Mel. Um, so I've just told you because I know you listen to us. <laughs> I don't know when it's going to happen, but this is the idea. Um, because Mel lives in a, on a beautiful property in, New, in, in Newcastle, Australia. She's just um, opened a little coffee van um, it's called Willow Coffee Company. If you live in Australia or near Newcastle, go and visit Mel and get one of her iced coffees because they look so good. But part of her marketing strategy is to show how beautiful the area is just so that you want to go and live there. Um, not live there. Well, I want to live there. That's the point. It's about, could you know, if I had, if I wasn't scared and I had all the money to bring all the joy, wouldn't it be amazing to have a property in Australia that, I could share with my friends and family and I could afford for them to just, you know, do you want to, do you want a holiday in Australia? Yeah, I do. Brilliant. Go over there. One of my friends from school lives in Melbourne and I would absolutely love to visit her. She's had another baby as well. And it's like having that freedom to say, do you know what? I am going to go to Australia. What an amazing dream. There you go. There's one of my big dreams to have the freedom and the um, options and the resources to be able to go to Australia whenever I want to go and see the live final of MasterChef or be in one of those food game when they have a um, a team challenge and they do the markets in Melbourne, I'll go there. I would be so happy with that. So what the point of this podcast episode is, if you look at, I'm saying these dreams, but I don't need to achieve them because I just want them. I have everything I need. But the the sheer joy of just sitting in the idea that what if, how amazing, that gives me joy. It creates the fuel inside of me. It creates something in my heart that makes me feel really happy. And that is what you can do to help fuel your business. That is what you can do to help you create those amazingly good feelings, amazing good feelings inside of you to improve your mindset, to see opportunities so that everything else grows because you're injecting more joy into your business. And on that note, 
I have got to tell you um, that on Tuesday the 18th of April for three days, I am hosting the very first Vivi Club Festival. The Vivi Club Festival is going to be freaking amazing, by the way, because it is going to celebrate all of the small business owners inside. We don't like using small business. Just remember, all the business owners inside of the Vivi Club membership. So they are either and or some of them are doing both putting together and we're going to have an online market so everybody through the festival will be able to access the online market and they get a little discount code and get involved and um, peruse all the amazing product-based businesses inside the Vivi Club membership as well as some members are delivering 15-minute sessions on we've got uh, Madoka who is a Japanese cook she is going to deliver a cooking a live cooking lesson and oh, that blows my mind. Um, I think we've got Sally. She's going to do Pinterest. We've got, well, there's going to be a lot from me for obvious reasons. I'm pretty sure Suzanne, who runs a Daisy charity, is going to do a lesson about how to set up a, uh, a charity. And it's all about giving them an opportunity to step out of their comfort zone and boost their skills, as well as in- increasing their audience, but also to show you guys out there how bloody brilliant the Vivi Club membership is. But it's not all about me. It's not all about what I teach. Fair enough. I show up a lot and I deliver a lot. But it's also about the network that you gain from being inside the membership and the community, the tribe of warriors that you become part of. So Tuesday, the 18th of April, I as soon as I've got it all set up to get free tickets, um, the links will be added to these um, episodes. But also, if you... To get first in line for the tickets, just um, send me a message and I will write your name down and get send you the link when it's ready. I'm so excited. Pretty sure it's the first kind of festival of its kind ever. Okay, right. I'm off. That was probably over five minutes. I hope you have an amazing Monday. Thank you so much for listening to the No Rest for the Vivi podcast. Written, produced and hosted by Claire Hill and music has been composed by my brother, Bill Victor.